When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save everyone and welcome back to the masked singer season six finale wrap up here today folks i'm very excited to dive on into everything we have lots to talk about it was two hours the four three performances each and a winner has been declared a golden ear winner has been declared and just so you know right out the gate we will not be talking next week despite them saying there is some holiday sing-along next week Y'all said the show's over. The show's going to end up here. But I am your host. Always excited to talk about all this. I am Puya, the bifocals and Bikili, ready here today to get into all of that with you. And as always, I've got my lovely co-host with me, my partner and everything. It's Liana, the mug Boris. Liana, how are you doing? Ooh, that's right. The lady said go home. We will only be talking about this episode, but it was a jam-packed two hours, so, sort of. Uh, <laughs> but I, I ultimately, I am, I have actually a lot of thoughts about the structure of the season, about the structure of the finale. So I think there is a lot to dig into and gotta say, spoiler alert, I guess. Congrats to the Queen of Hearts. I am super happy with her win, although I think I probably would have been happy either way. But we, uh, yeah, we got a lot to get into. So let's do this thing. Okay. Well, I like that you highlighted everything that we're probably going to touch on today. I want to talk right out the gate about what we heard after the, um, the final singing. Uh, Nick mentions Tune in next week for the holiday sing-along special with never-before-seen performances from some of your favorites this season. And I thought, why? Why would you put this after the finale? No one's going to watch. Yeah, but I complained when they do it before. <laughs> I mean, I same, but also, like, did they did they just have to do it? Did they And they didn't want to do it because then it'd be too close to Christmas? Like, is that what the reason was, you think? 
Okay, so they've definitely done it before where they've done some type of holiday recap episode. I was trying to look through all of the previous seasons because I was trying to jog my own memory. And they they have done this concept before. This is the first time that they've done it after the actual finale. My assumption is, is that they decided, look, it's probably not worth it to have it after the fact. They might as well just do it, you know, or it's not worth it to have it in the middle, right? And then have the finale afterwards. Like, let's just have the finale. I mean, if Survivor is going to have the finale, clearly that is like the night to have television. So that must have been the decision that they like, oh, well, we're not going to get viewers, but we might as well put this something on. We might be able to, you know, get some people tuning in to listen to some holiday music, I especially mean, a little bit closer to Christmas, which is, you know, obviously the skew is very Christmas. I don't think they're going to have competition that night. No, so no, 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 sense. for sure. Yeah, it makes okay, sense yeah. that it's not, um, that the finale is not next week, I do think. That makes a lot of sense. However, um, it's just a weird choice because it's still somewhat connected to this season that's now wrapped up. So it's like you've left no reason for anyone to tune back in, but if people are free on the 22nd, they're going to be tuning into this. Sure. Okay. If they're big fans. Also, which I mean, that's probably what they're trying to capitalize on, right? Is like, ah, the Mass Singer fans will tune in. It's One by more like the night. true Mass Singer fans. Yeah. So I went to go check it out. The the season that I'm thinking of is season four. And what they did is they had episode ten, which was the semifinals, then the holiday sing along which was next and then the road to the finals and then the finale, which those two were on the same night. So they had just flipped it where they had done the holiday sing along first and then the finale. This is the opposite. So I assume there's some logic behind that decision. Personally, I'm very happy that it's not delayed one more week. I'm really excited to be able to talk about the the, the finale and the, the winner and not have to wait another week. So I, yeah. I'm good with the decision. I mean, I will praise them for this. They didn't do the other thing of here's the road to the finals independent of the finale and they just shove mm -hmm. them together because that is something that we've had in a previous season that I've not liked where you've built a lot of momentum and then you've given us a bye week and we don't want a bye week this close to the end. So I, I like that they wrapped both in together and um you could have easily if you wanted to skip the road to the final and just jump into the final if you're watching later. But it, mm -hmm. it did serve its purpose of giving us the buildup between the two. And I think it helps that both of them are such strong performers that you could have seen either win. So it was nice to kind of get their story. Some of the highlights they did of the other performers was a choice. Like, I don't know why the duck got it. The mallard, the mallard. got their own like <laughs> solo performance recap. I was like, okay, I don't know about this one, but ultimately I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed myself as well. I felt like this is, I feel like the Masked Singer is really reclaiming a structure that works for them. And I feel that it's the combination of shorter episodes or not, not like the length of the episodes, but a shorter season. So only having, you know, 12, 13 episodes. And then the introduction of the wild cards. I am sure that I am on record saying, I don't like the wild cards. Now I am on record saying I'm here for the wild cards. I'm here for the shorter season. It like keeps things interesting. Plus you still have the strong contestants that are probably going to win in the end because look, we're talking about bull and queen of hearts that were here the whole time started, you know, group a started group B. I, I just really feel like the show has found a structure that works for them. And, or at least it works for me. I don't know if I speak for all fans, but I 
in retrospect, really enjoyed the season. And we can talk about the group A versus group B. I think ultimately I would prefer three people, but I'm actually not that mad about group A versus group B in, in retrospect. I think the key standout comment for me that I agree with is that the length is the perfect amount. It yeah. was, this is what episode 13 slash 14. So 13 weeks, we did end up having two, no one week off because of baseball. So really 14 weeks and the show was done. And I think the wild cards allow you to inject more performers without like taking away too much from other stuff. I will say the couple things that I didn't like about this season, and that sounds very negative. I don't really mean that because I actually enjoyed myself. This season it was a very fun season. Um, the two things I would say are there were too many double eliminations for me. I feel like there was a lot of like, Oh, we're just getting rid of two people. That I don't like all that much, but I'm fine with it. If that means we, ha that's how we keep the wild cards. I'm okay with that. I can make my peace with that. Then just this finale of A versus B, I don't like. I don't mind it being a final two. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but I would have liked for them all to mesh together at like final seven on. That would have been my preferred formula because I, I do think that if they had done it that way, you can see a little bit more of a, okay, this person earned it. This person did this. Ultimately, both groups were strong and the final two in each side were strong sides. But I like when when you face off against everybody and you're not limited to this. OK, I feel like I'm talking in circles. Ultimately, there is no I don't think I think with this specific scene it worked out because there wasn't a oh, well, if if, you know, the bull like was obviously in this the group, winner. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like obviously the winner of this group is going to win everything. So who cares about group B? Right. Or something like that. Right. Basically, yeah. it wasn't like a, well, if the bull, if the skunk was in this group, then the skunk would have been in the finals. I think ultimately the, the correct two end up in the final two. Like that is not mm -hmm. a, not a qualm, but I could see that being an issue in the future. That being said, I don't think they're married to a format yet, Liana. All I think they've realized is maybe this length is perfect for the season, yes. which I agree with. Yes. And that's the thing is that I went back and I looked at the number of episodes in each season. It's 10 for season one, it's then, which, which is, well, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, anyway, 10 for season one, then it's 13 for season two. That's my favorite like season. 18 or whatever for season three. <laughs> and then they go back to. 12 for season four and i think four five and six have all had that shorter number of seasons i think i'm just i was like traumatically scarred by season three, three was a slog so three was too much three was i <laughs> mean was too much so do you long. have it open what were the episodes titled like you know the final six what what happened how did we get that many well, it episodes? was like so it was the remember that was group a where we did three episodes of group a three episodes of group b three episodes of group c then well, it was the super sucked. nine <laughs> yeah this that's what i'm telling you it's like i was so scarred from this se that season season three that like i'm still recovering even though now i'm recognizing season four five and six all essentially the same format <laughs> or very similar formats at least um but anyway so Look, ultimately, I think that the wild, the, the inclusion of the wild cards, which they started doing the previous season, season five, plus again, sticking with that shorter season, I, they're honing in on something that I think, I think mm. is working. But the, the group A versus group B, the one positive thing I will say about it ultimately, at least for the finale, is that it felt like this very sort of 
cohesive narrative of this is the success story of Queen of Hearts. This is the success story of Bull, like the champion of Group A, the champion of Group B, and now they're going head to head. And I just, there's something synergistically beautiful about that that I really appreciated, but that is probably way too uh, academic oriented to talk no, well, about I think, the mass singer <laughs> I think like well let me just talk about the sonata mondata uh, synergy of the episode uh, i i'm sorry i don't speak science uh but i do no, speak sports <laughs> and i do think that it works narratively because you think about sports a lot of american sports it's the this conference versus this conference mm-hmm. And then that's what you're doing in the playoffs all the way to the finals, the Super Bowl, the NBA championship, mm-hmm. the um, what's the the um, what's the baseball Stanley Cup? Oh, the, the Stanley World Cup Series. for hockey, the World Series. Mm-hmm. It, then it's this side versus this right. side. Yes. And I think yeah. that's why it works as a formula for that reason mm. is that it, it does have that through line of, wow, they battled all the way through Group A to get here. They battled like they both had battles to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do it the way I was suggesting, you kind of don't have that, especially if like your final three ends up being three people from like the same group. Then it's mm-hmm. like, well, they were all there from the beginning. Now they're just facing off for the 18th time. So I guess maybe right. this is the right way to go. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a like merge at final four or something like that. Or yeah, if you six. do end up going like all six the way. Worked fine. Six. I don't know. Then that would be in you merge it. What? Six. Yeah, I guess that's not bad. You merge it episode nine. No, I'm sorry. Yes, I understand. I'm looking like episode number. Um, you would merge it episode nine. So episode nine, ten, and eleven then would all be individual and then the finale. That's not so bad. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is that I really enjoyed this. I felt like to switch gears a little bit to talk about the structure of the finale. You know, it was two episodes of television. The first episode was like a Christmas song performance and then just kind of a recap of the season for each of the contestants and then also kind of the groups by proxy, which I don't know. What what did you think about that? Well, yeah. So the road to the finals, quote the, the first half was essentially a, a recap episode with an additional here's a Christmas song they're going to do to Mm -hmm. keep it current, to keep it active and not just a recap. Right. And I appreciated that because I definitely to myself took it into account of who I thought was going to win based on the performances they each gave there. Uh, However, ultimately I didn't think the recap gave us a lot. Like I said, they filled it up with a bunch of, Ooh, here's the bull going through their journey based on who they faced off with and the bulls giving like the skunk, their flowers, giving the pepper, the flowers. And then we saw a performance from the pepper performance from the skunk. So it was that, which I don't mind if I'm watching it casually. So I think most audience members are fine to watch it that way, but because we've watched it through this lens, I already know all this Mm -hmm. very well because I've had to note take this. So for me, it didn't, um, I wasn't like, oh my God, yes. But I also didn't hate it. Like I've still watched it one speed, completely fine, enjoyed myself. So it, I, I'll take it. I take this form, this format for the finale over doing a, again, a road to the finals like last week and then just having a one hour finale this week. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think ultimately I really liked it. And it's funny that you mentioned that watching it through this lens, like, ah, maybe we didn't need it. 
I needed it. <laughs> I, I actually really appreciated the recap. I liked being able to see, oh yeah, the pepper, which then after seeing the pepper's performance, I was like, oh my God, how did the bull actually beat the, <laughs> beat the pepper and the skunk as well? I don't know. I just, I felt like it was kind of a really nice, let's remember the season in the same way that Survivor used to do sort of the, you know, what was it? The like fallen heroes or whatever, you know, the segment where it was like, let's say something about each person. Yeah. But then the difference there is that a lot of the people that they would walk past would be like, yeah, he seemed like he would have been nice because they've never met that person. Like, yeah, right. It's like we never played with them, but they seemed like they would be nice. Right. No, I, <laughs> I guess again, that's true. I think this was great. Um, do you is there anything that specifically stuck out to you in that first hour that you want to put some spotlights on? Uh, I, you, you did mention it. So the fact that the bull specifically talks about the pepper. Oh, I really want to talk about the pepper. How could I beat such a flawless performance? You know, they replayed her performance like, Oh yeah, that's so amazing. And then the skunk is like, Oh yeah. Wow. Such, such a good performer. And then they cut over to the queen of hearts. It's like, okay, we're going to talk about the, the queen of hearts group. And the first person they start with was the mallard. And I was like, did she have no competition? I just, my brain completely forgot about the banana split, which thankfully they then brought up as the second person. But I was just very shocked that the mallard was someone who they chose to focus on. I thought it would have been Bobby Burke because I, I think that he was maybe the third strongest performer out of group B, but I, I could be wrong there. Well, that's the thing is that I feel like because Bobby Burke was the, um, hey, I'm going to wish you good luck. They save that because Rob Schneider was the, I'm going to wish you good mm-hmm. luck for the bull. So I feel like they were like, well, we want to put a highlight on someone else. Then they went with the Mallard, which I agree was weird. When you look at this, um, when you look at the, uh, what's it called? The group B though. Uh, the sad fact, Liana, is that. We lost, uh, which, who was Pufferfish with? Was Pufferfish group A or B? Pufferfish was group A. Because yes, I'm trying to figure A. out who were the top three of group B. Because obviously I would say Queen of Hearts and Banana Split, easy one and two. Who was so the it was, third? it was a top four because they went from four to two. Yes. No, but I'm saying so- like personally, who do we think was better? Not oh, just based like on ranking. Oh, like my top four. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. obviously it's Queen of Hearts and Banana Split. And then I would probably say the Caterpillar and then... Honestly, Caterpillar and then I would say uh, maybe I, I, Cupcake. Maybe? Was Cupcake in Group B? Oh, yes. Cupcake. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, then I would say Cupcake. Yeah. Yeah, because Cupcake lost to Mallard. <laughs> not the song there. So. <laughs> yeah, also I mean, for worth us, noting, not for her. Caterpillar was a wild card. So I know, right? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So I, so that happened. Then we had the one performance each Christmas styles. Mm -hmm. And the first one they gave us was obviously the bulls one. And the bull did the deck. No, that was the clue. Sorry. The, what, what was the song the bull did? Do you have that written down? Mm. Yeah. He did, um, Holly Jolly Christmas. Sorry. Yes. I haven't written down somewhere. I don't know where it is in my notes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fine. The I really like the gold decorations, the gold like background kind of color. It was cute. It was a creepy was one all about at the gold. end, but otherwise, yeah, it was cute. I mean, to me, I was like, the bull's trying to, you know, inception the win by bu- putting gold on everything. Yeah. <laughs> so then what does that mean for the Queen of Hearts? Hers was very blue silver. So obviously, 
second place didn't work. You know how like sometimes when when you have an animated diamond, the shiny bits are blue. I feel like maybe mm. Queen of Hearts was diamond. Yeah, the like light refraction comes across as blue. Sure. The science thing you said. Sure. Yes. Yeah, light. Sure. Um, can we talk about, uh, you mentioned the endorsement, Rob Schneider endorses the bull, blah, 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 whatever. Who cares? Dwight Howard on the Queen of Hearts. Did you see his video? Why was he whispering? He was like, okay, I have like a million questions. First of all, where is he recording this? Because it looks like some sort of creepy, poorly lit hallway with like multiple doors. And it's like weirdly yellow in color. And then to your point, why is he whispering? Like, I just, it's so many questions about this. It looked very creepy. Define creepy. It felt like a hallway from one of those horror movies that the kids are like wandering through. We're like, yeah, we're going to get lit in this old abandoned psychiatric hospital. And then secretly they get like attacked and it's all evil and stuff. Well, you know what I'm talking you said, about? You said it was like yellow. I mean, he does play for the Lakers. Do you think he was in the hallway and it's halftime, but he's like, I don't want my teammates to roast me. I got to like quickly throw this out. He's like, I don't have time to record this, so it's just going like, to oh, have yeah. to squeeze it in. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Now I want to pull it up. I, I don't think it was like Laker yellow. Yeah, no, it's not. It's like, oh, yeah. No, oh, my God. It's extra creepy. And he's weirdly lit from one side. So it's kind of like a tan sand color. And then the 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 frame on the door is black. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm... I don't, I don't know. I have no comment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, you know, I'm happy that was Dwight the, do you think they reached out to like four people and they were like, we're just going to use this? Or do you think everyone else's was worse? And that's why Dwight's got used. Oh, I see. Like he was the only one who actually sent in a video. And so that was why they ended up including him. Well, <laughs> they chose people from the same group. So I guess Ruth Pointer was busy. Who else was in? Tyga was busy. I feel like it's whoever replied. I really do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Was Baby busy? Well, Larry the Cable oh, guy was in Group A. That's true. Never mind. Scratch that. Okay. All right. Anyway, so the other thing I want to talk about is that at the beginning of the recap, when they're talking about the bull, you know, Nick Hands like they've guessed, you know rappers they've guessed r&b artists and like every time he'd say one of those they'd show a couple people on screen when they said r&b lil nas x's photo popped up and i was like but lil nas x isn't r&b he's a rapper so mm -hmm. i don't that i had i had some thoughts about like the fact that you feel he was mislabeled yeah he's not an r&b singer yeah, I would say that. I mean, probably his hits are all on the pop charts. So, I mean, but you can be R. Can you be R and B and pop? You, Is that I mean, hundred percent? You can be R and B and pop. I mean, think of Usher. Usher is R and B and pop, probably. Mm hmm. But Lil Nas X isn't. Lil Nas X is rapper and singer. Yes, but you can be a singer and an R and B artist. But he's not R and B. Like nothing about Lil Nas's album is R&B. Okay, well the fact checkers on the Mass Singer clearly missed a goofed. beat or five <laughs> on that yeah. one. 
Yeah. When you look at his genres on Wiki, it's pop rap, hip hop, country rap, trap, and pop rock. You know what's not there? The letters R and the letters B. Um, that just reminds me of when Taryn was like Pitbull's a um, rapper. And yeah, he pulled Pitbull. it off the wiki. Yeah, and he's like, Well, that's what the wiki says. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is a maybe this is that situation where the, the universe well, considers him to be an R and B singer, but the Wikipedia doesn't include it. No, the, that would assume that I'm not the universe. I am the universe. And I'm I, telling look, you that's not I'm the just case. saying, I'm just trying to explore alternative hypotheses, okay? Why can't you just take my side? My side I take I first of all. I 100% agree with you. Lies. Okay. Teamwork. Um, can I just quickly shout out our listeners real quick, if that's possible? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shout out to the listeners. Um, I think last week is the most engagement we've got um, this season as far as an episode goes. And it 100% has to do with the, with the Chef Boyardee nonsense we did. So. <laughs> I told you, quality content. <laughs> we are number, we're undefeated in, in quality and, and uniqueness of, of content. So, yeah. pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Mm. I wish that was a category. Like, co- unique content. <laughs> Us. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we, we are watching a show where an octopus is singing, you know, whatever Dwight Howard sang. <laughs> right? So. Right. Look, it's a it's a low bar. Yeah. So then the Queen of Hearts did a Christmas tune as well. I thought the Queen of Hearts did better than the Bull for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that was that was spelling the beginning of the end. Again, to clarify, we're splitting hairs because they're both amazing. But mm-hmm. my heart went with the Queen. You mean after this, the holiday performances or after the whole road I mean, to the finale? The whole episode? thing, but I'm saying this was the beginning of yeah. the end. Like yeah. no, from here I, on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wrote a statement at the end of the sort of a recap statement. the first hour. Yes, I wrote a statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm reading verbatim what I wrote. Okay. So at this point, I am rooting for the Queen of Hearts. Her performances were just so powerful, so emotional. I am very impressed. While the bull is obviously very talented, in my heart, head, and gut, I believe the Queen of Hearts will win. So, I totally agreed with you. I felt like at that moment, it could be editing, whatever. But just seeing the three performances, right? Because they kind of each got, what, three whole slash subsets of performance yes. plus then the holiday performance I really felt like this was the queen of hearts to lose I just I I think that the bull had to truly knock it out of the park in order to take it away from her yeah that's how it felt to me too and and again this is coming from the razzle dazzle person of the panel me the mm-hmm. razzle da- I, I the queen of heart prevailed still mm-hmm. like it was just so powerful every single performance was so good that it kept me going and wanting and jonesing for more and mm-hmm. you know that's what takes the cake this time not mm-hmm. the cupcake to be clarifying there so that's the end of the recap stuff are you good to jump into the finals now like the proper final part of the second bit 
Honestly, the only thing I really needed to talk about was Dwight Howard and his creepy hallway. So, yes, I am very happy to move on to the actual finale. Okay, then we're done. We did it. Wow. Look at us. I'm also so impressed with us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have? Not me. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so I think we need to start with the fact that when Nick Cannon was introducing, okay, blah, 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 finally, like, we're at the, we're at the actual finale, whatever. They're going to be performing two songs, which I'm happy about. One stripped down, an acoustic number, and the other, an all-out showstopper. Do you think that the show was like, hey, this is what we want? Or do you think that there was some input from the artists? I feel like it had to have been the show, right? Uh, sorry, the show. what about the show? That they were the ones that told them to do an acoustic number and then a. This is definitely the show chose this format, which I loved, by the way. It's very cool to kind of tell them, okay, you get a razzle dazzle opportunity and then you get a full vocal opportunity because it gives them both. It gives us variety. So that's a plus. And it was a good way to fill the hour up with four performances. This was an ace experience for me. I love this very much. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying when I I know we've been down on the group A versus group B, but then I was watching the finale and I was like, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of into this. And I like the fact that the, you know, we talk about the variety in the performances that we want to be able to see that you can do a number of different types of performances. And this finale format kind of forced you to show both the stripped down acoustic and also the showstopper side of everything. Yeah, I just I was very happy that we got both sides and maybe I'm coming around even on this podcast about this finale format, because I again, I loved so much that they did this. But this also wouldn't be something they'd be capable of pulling off last season, right, with the chameleon there, because chameleon acoustic would not hit the way chameleon hits showstopper styles. So Mm -hmm. this they, they did get two people that could do both that could do a upbeat high tempo but then also go back to basics with like a ballad type or like a slower song and give us both 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, get you a mass singer who can do both. Exactly. So <laughs> I guess my first question to you is, do you definitively think you'd know which ones were the acoustic and which ones were showstopper? Oh, I have definitive proof that I absolutely did not know which ones were the acoustic. Le- legitimately, on the very first Bulls performance of this episode, when he does You Gotta Be, which I'm not going to lie, Desiree, I love that song. I wrote down, oh, acoustic. <laughs> and then and then I was like, oh, and then the Queen of Hearts did her acoustic. I was like, okay, so they're doing the acoustic ones first. And then when the bull does his second performance, Invisible by Hunter Hayes, and it literally said in the Chiron, acoustic performance. I was like, wait, what? Oh, Wait. no. <laughs> yeah, were they flipped? Because I heard, I thought, I assumed based on the order they said them, that the first ones were going to be acoustic. Second one was going to be showstopper. And yes, immediately with the bull, I was like, wait, is this the showstopper performance? Because there's that dancing? Was, yes, exactly. So once I figured out and it did take me a while. But once I figured out that it, that was not his acoustic performance, I was like, oh, it's done. Like, I had already felt it going into the finale, but I was like, oh, maybe the bull with this show-stopping performance could really pull it out. It's like almost as long as the bull could keep up with the Queen of Hearts when it comes to the acoustics and not lose by too much, the bull could then make up for whatever he was lacking in the acoustic performance in the show-stopper, all-out, whatever you want to call it. But then <laughs> once that clearly didn't happen, at least from my perspective, it just felt like a done deal. Yes, because I feel like, you know, I think of if I'm thinking showstopper, I'm immediately going to the Fox of the winners. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm going to that performance where the Fox threw everything. And, and with that version of Otis Redding song that was done. You know, you had the acoustic in the beginning, then there was the rapping and the dance solo. Like that was all encompassing. And, and once I realized that this was the showstopper performance and it wasn't like, if I'm in question of whether it's acoustic or showstopper and then I find out that it's indeed the showstopper, then there Mm -hmm. wasn't enough showstopping for my liking. Right. 100% agree. Yeah, exactly. Could not agree with you more. And that was the, I, I actually felt a little disappointed because I think that even though I was going into that last part of the finale thinking that the Queen of Hearts should and would win, the bull could easily have given her a run for her money if he had done kind of another one of those uh circus level performances and yes he did you know the splits again but the the 90s hit you gotta be is a liana style karaoke song which is just right in that range that is easily accessible to me it's not too much. It's, you know, a song that's enjoyed by most, but that does not mean that it is going to be a showstopper. And I just really feel like this is a missed opportunity for the well, bull. That being said, I thought this was a great performance. I enjoyed it. I oh, love well, the yeah. song and it yeah. was phenomenal. Um, I, I like the, the dancers being matchy matchy. I liked a lot. Um, I did enjoy the lighting on the floor. That was great. I did like the bulls like, graphic in the background was a great one and then the bull hit all these notes so it was phenomenal but 
we know Todd recall to be a dancer. And I was like, where's the dance? Give me the, mm-hmm. give me the dance solo. Give me the, you know, cause Bow Wow did this well as well. Well, Bow Wow was mostly show stopping, but when Bow Wow show stopped, it was show stop. Like Bow Wow moonwalking as the frog is one of my favorite little dance moments in a performance. Mm-hmm. And, and like the bull's done it before. So it's not like we're saying the bull hasn't shown us that the bull did the splits. The Bulls done a lot of jumping around in the past, but this is the final. You got to throw a lot in the middle. Also, I sometimes feel self-conscious in these finals when we talk about it because I'm coming off very criti- critique and critical. And it's like, please, you do it then. I could not do it. <laughs> but if we're exploring the journey now with the lens of we know the result, then I'm just pinpointing where I think things shifted or went wrong. The Thursday morning quarterbacking, if you will, will if, if you're Danny, sorry, not to make too many survivor references. That's We're so outdated. Into quarters. Literally, it happened less than 24 hours ago. Okay. So I don't want to hear it. That literally. Anyway, 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 anyway. Okay. Okay. We broke Liana. The vinyl skipping. <laughs> Y'all didn't know this. I actually do the podcast alone and Liana records her portion and I just hit play and then I add it as we go. And it's absolutely wild because he also records it to vinyl. So anyway, 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 oh, put on the ones and twos. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) I completely forgot what I was going to say. So thank you for that. You were talking mm-hmm. about the mass singer, obviously, and more specifically Thursday morning quarterbacking. And, and yeah, and but it was before that. It was before that. I had a thought before that. Yeah, uh, before said that. Quarters. No, I no before that. Before that. Well, that's on you. What were okay. you talking about before? <laughs> well, then we can move on. The performance right. was great. I love the performance. I did love the little dig they took at. Nick Cannon's outfit being very similar to an outfit Nisi Nash has worn before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. I like that a lot. And then the judges guessing, we'll go through it for the formalities of it all. Um, Jenny brought up that she had thought Brian Luttrell for a minute, but then once it was a solo act, she thought, and, and the whole like drama thing, oh, someone who's done like a performance before. Uh, she kind of said maybe Titus Burgess, maybe Neil Patrick Harris. And then Ken said the same, but then Ken went back to Tay Diggs. And by the way, Tay Diggs is doing weird stuff on TikTok now. And it's been very interesting to see. Wait, what? He's Explain. on TikTok, but then he'll like, he, he's acting like he's technologically impaired because okay. he'll do like, you know, you know how different sounds or music songs on TikTok will have like a specific theme to them or a dance that you do or like there's a meme attached he'll do the meme and then he'll like mutter the song as he's doing the meme as if like he can't (laughs) add the song himself and it was trending on twitter yesterday that's how i found out about it like what is going on with tay diggs but you know it's a good way to get the name out there on on he's he's not that old like he's no like that's not i mean i don't know unless you're what was it, Puya? Puya, what was it? La- old one? Last? That's later outdated. days. We don't, later we don't days. Make... <laughs> <laughs> later Such dated days. references. 
The hope Later here is that our listeners are also survivorless like viewers because otherwise they're going to be like, stop talking about this. This makes no sense. To okay, me. sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, oh, because you going in on Tay Diggs meta Twitch content is definitely not niche in any uh, way. I mean, it's first of all, it's not Twitch content. Second of all, it's pop culture. Third of all, I wasn't shading you. I was just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of also uh, narrow Twitch content, when Nicole said Holy Spirit is in the house tonight, all I could think was Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> the best part about that reference is that's definitely four months old. So I know. great. <laughs> classic me uh but anyway so to go back to the judges guesses after the bulls performance i you didn't get here but i'm gonna jump ahead because i was obsessed with when nicole said this so nicole was like i've you know known i feel like, i feel very confident about who i think this is i felt it in my nails my hair my hips my heels which to the outside listener Oh, okay. That's kind of like a weird thing to say. But Todrick Hall has a song called Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. And mm-hmm. so I thought that that was a very obvious yet cute reference to Todrick. So that that stuck with me. Yeah, I did like that Nicole was like, listen, I think I know, but I'm not going to tell you. She been new. Yeah. Yeah. No. From, I mean, we know now she been new from this, from when Todrick was like during the reveal, when he was like, how many eight counts did it take for you to know it was me? That I, I really like that because it's so fun seeing two people who know each other and are friends. But anyway, jumping ahead too much. Yeah. I, I, I did dig that for sure. Tay digs um, that. No, stop it. Stop it. Then we did have a golden ear recap where they talked about who's close and it's between Ken and Nicole in the lead, but it's not gone into Ken's head. Then Ken came out flaunting mm-hmm. with like a big ass cape. And then Jenny like literally rolled out in rollerblades with her two right. awards. Yeah. I was like, this is great filler content. I did enjoy yeah. that though. It did tickle me. Oh, that's what I was going to say when I got stuck on repeat. I loved all of the secret footage. That is something that I would actually be very in favor of if they included as much or more of that in the sort of road to the finals recap. Can you elaborate for anyone who may have not watched? Oh, sure. So in the same way that they're sort of telling the narrative and telling the story about how the bull got here, how the queen of hearts got to the finale, they would show some footage. So for example, when the bull did his performance where he fell backwards, I guess, Todrick Hall has a fear of heights. And so to be able to fall backwards, oh, I'm, you know, I'm challenging something that is terrifying to me. And so they showed behind the scenes footage of him being like, I'm terrified, even though I know this was my idea, which I thought was really funny. It was just kind of cool to see more of the personality behind the scenes of not just the performances and not just even the performative nature of the clue package. It definitely felt a little bit more Mm, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like revealing, emotional, like pulling mm. back the curtain. So I, I was definitely in favor of including more of that footage. I do like back, back behind the scenes stuff. So, I mean, that's why I used to watch the, um, the unmasked interviews after they'd get eliminated on the mm. YouTube mm-hmm. because it's fun getting their insight on, on what's going on with them and the non like scripted confessional mm-hmm. type stuff. I do like that stuff. So I, I will co-sign that. I also like that a lot. Yeah, I, uh, yes, 
I'm I'm happy with the way that the Mass Singer is converging, obviously, on their season and finale format. So if you're going to tweak a few things, that is one thing that I would suggest. I, I, I really do enjoy that. Okay, well, they're definitely sitting here taking notes in yeah. between all your, all your references. So what, Wait, what did I get stuck on repeat saying? Doesn't matter. Let's talk about the Queen of Hearts now. <laughs> and the Queen of Hearts clue package. Um, there, it was the whole story was wrapped around the letter to grandma. And then they showed us a red suitcase, which later, uh, one of the uh, judges, I believe it was Nicole said, mm-hmm. well, her son's name is Case. I was like, that's a very, that's, a, that's what that clue is for sure. Um, they mentioned that their car was stolen and they mentioned that people love their music. All three of them that were there. It was basically, Talking about how the, all the singing they did was for them, and and they didn't really tell their family like what shambles they were in at the time. Yeah, I feel like it was they were, you know, when you're trying something new and you want to say like, yeah, I'm definitely doing well to your family, even though maybe it's not going that well. So I felt like that was more the narrative that was, yeah, everybody loves it, even though it's only three people. But I think this demonstrated, and she talks about this, that she's a fighter, doesn't give up, you know, much like, <laughs> no, uh, and still has the, huh? you know, the letter, much like Heather, she doesn't give up. <laughs> and she still has the letter to grandma. And I thought that was really cute. And no, I mean, we, I don't, honestly, I don't think we learned anything new here because I'm pretty sure she's talked about all of this kind of stuff before. Yeah. Well, that's why we kind of didn't talk about the Bulls Clue package. <laughs> so, um, no. what did you think of this performance though? So this was what's going on by Marvin Gaye, which all I could mm. think about was now I want someone on the mass singer to perform what's going on by four non blondes. I feel like that would be really great. You know, this was her acoustic stripped down performance. And uh, look at this point in the competition, of course, it's going to be amazing. I think she was the best vocalist, the better vocalist of the two. So it was just absolutely outstanding. And this is again, the, the tone of jewel just comes through. In, in anything that she sings now. It's all, it's all I could hear. Well, it was very good. Okay. It was damn powerful. And I think I've noticed what I'm a sucker for. If you're doing acoustic, I'm good with that. I mean, I am a big fan of Razzle Dazzle. But if you do acoustic with smoke, ooh, <laughs> I'm in. You're like, that's okay. First of all, that's triggering to me right now, given the day that I had. But I, Totally, it like adds to the ambiance of the whole performance. I felt like that and the lights just really made it seem like something very cool. Yes. And the voice carries too. Cause I think mm-hmm. like, you know, when, for me, when it comes to the aesthetic, the, the look of the, of the scene, I, when it's powerful, I love that. I love like just, just cloud and, mm-hmm. and you're singing above the cloud. It's just something about it that I personally really do attach to and I'd like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, then the judges, you know, have their com- little comments and stuff. And, and, you know, Britney Spears is mentioned, which come on. Uh, Fergie's mentioned, then Kelly Pickler's mentioned, then Carrie Underwood's mentioned. Basically, Jenny guessed every country singer that she could think of and emptied the case yeah. on, on, yeah. um, what's her name? The Queen of Hearts. So then that was the first performances. And, and would you say this was, uh, the acoustic performance for Queen of Hearts? This was, so again, the Chiron had acoustic performance at the bottom of this one and then the Bulls. So, yes, 
Okay. Is the answer to your question <laughs> because that was what the TV told me. <laughs> um, but can we talk about the advertisement for the Mass Singer tour? Uh, I did not have that on the version I watched. Oh. So you can. Okay. So they're doing a tour this summer, which, by the way, we, if we have not figured out, we should go. Anyway. <laughs> So every week or every day, whatever the performance structure is, they're going to have, you know, the masks performing. I'm sure it's not the actual celebrities. In fact, I guarantee it's probably not the actual celebrities. But at every single performance, they're going to have a new celebrity get unmasked. And I need to know the the caliber of celebrities that they are going to be unmasking. Is it going to be people who have performed? on the mass singer before is it going to be a lower level of celebrity of like randos that they found i am I just lean lower. very intrigued i would lean i would lower. Lo- i mean i agree with you but all i'm saying is that i really want to know <laughs> so yeah, watch watch the show we go to dr phil is getting unmasked and it's going to be awful <laughs> no it's going to be <laughs> shoot who's the uh the show near us that we talked about going to it was the the court show do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Remember? Uh, Maury. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. He's going to be our celebrity. No, what, it wasn't Maury. Who was the Judge yeah, Jerry? Judge Jerry. Judge oh, Jerry. It's Judge, <laughs> not Judge Jerry. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, how fun. Yeah. So that'll be great. We're looking forward to that. Hopefully. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I mean, if, if the world's in a, in a good place for us to do so, I 100% agree. We should. Okay. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Well, then comes the Bulls' second performance, Liana. And we can skip through the clue package. What did you think of the performance? This is the showstopper performance now, of course. Yes. So this was... Wait. Who wait, you're talking about the Queen of Hearts? Her second performance? I'm talking about the Bull's second performance. No, this was his acoustic performance. Well then the Bull went first and third. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm telling you. Wait. Okay, so oh, this was his acoustic performance. Okay, you're confusing me. Because I asked you and you said the first two, the Chiron said acoustic. (laughs) No, I thought that the first one. The first Bulls performance, I thought it was acoustic, but it wasn't because his third That's one what I thought said too. acoustic. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so the third one said acoustic. Okay. 
Yes. All right, well, the- regardless, tell us about it. Okay. All right. So the third one said acoustic, and I am going to double check that in this moment. Yes. The third one said invisible Hunter Hayes acoustic performance. So yes, at this moment, I was like, the bull's already lost because if his razzle dazzle performance, I felt like mm, was, I mean, it was good. Right. And I totally agree with you with the fact that you, you liked it. I liked it. It was great, but it just didn't compensate for what I felt like the queen of hearts brought when it came to both her acoustic and then ultimately her showstopper performance. It, Nicole cried, right? Which I don't know if necessarily is a great metric anymore of whether or not you have a good performance because I feel like Nicole does cry at a lot of different things. However, it's her, you know, very, very close friend, best friend, whatever she says at the end. So I think this was good. It just wasn't. In the back of my head, I had been given an hour of the Queen of Hearts is going to win. And so it's just. It was tough for me to listen to this thinking that Bull was going to win. Sorry, I know that's not a great answer, but that was how I felt in the moment. Well, let me try and pick it back up. (laughs) No, so no, I mean, what are you apologizing for? No, I mean, it was a great acoustic performance, 100% great acoustic performance, so much so that Nicole was moved and the Bull got moved after. And honestly, once the Bull started getting those tears out, I thought, ooh, could this be the switch up? Could this Mm. be where the Bull take some of the sympathy votes in or, or, you know, tips the scales because they want it so bad. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like this performance. It was a great performance, but ultimately, um, and and then the Hunter Hayes song was a good choice for the bulls like repertoire, but Mm -hmm. then you have the um, queen of hearts performance of firework by Katy Perry. And Mm -hmm. that's a song that starts off very acoustic. And then is just a showstopper song. So mm-hmm. to be able to then showcase both of those capabilities after the Bulls done, I thought was what helped the mm-hmm. Queen of Hearts solidify it. Yeah, no, I absolutely 100% agree with you. I I get that they can only have one person go last, obviously. But to have the Queen of Hearts do Katy Perry's Firework as her last performance, it just felt like you're of course she's going to win. You know, if you're editing a narrative, of course the person who does this inspirational pick up from acoustic to very drop the beat, let's go. And we even noticed that with the backup dancers. It was just her to start, just the lights. And then the beat drops. I don't think that's the appropriate term again, but the backup dancers (laughs) come on and everything's going. It's like, yes! I am a firework. I am illegal in most states. You know, like it was great. Yeah, I I felt like a plastic bag sometimes, you know, so I definitely. I mean, yeah, just floating through the wind. Exactly. Wanting to start again. Yeah. I mean, listen, no, no doubts about it. I thought that the Queen of Hearts second performance really takes the cake for the night. And I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it a whole hell of a lot. Um, But I mean. I have to preface this again. They're both amazing. (laughs) They really are both amazing. And I think Robin says it perfectly. You could have won any other season. If you are any other season, you're still coming into the final two. Like you're just that good. Easy. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I, they, okay. So 
I do not inherently disagree. And I think the fact that when they said, I think it was Nick, he said, oh, this is one of the closest votes in Mass Singer history. I'm sure that that was absolutely the case. And then I kind of went back to look to see. And I feel like there's very much a clear top two in pretty much every season. Because to me... I feel like last season it was the sun and the mush. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe last season. No, last season was Nick Lachey and Jojo. Yes. Mm-hmm. That to me was like very much the, like clear top two. Yes. Maybe season four less so of Leanne Rhymes, Ella Black and Nick Carter. But then, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're all Wait. close. <laughs> They're all yeah. close. I mean, like, what am I saying? I don't yeah. even know anymore. I mean, they could say that for every season. Of like, no, oh, yeah, very except close. for season one, T Pain knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, T Pain's my best friend, so I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, T Pain shouted me out multiple times. It's great. Yeah, definitely yeah. not um, humble bragging. Exactly. Whatever. Okay. That's cool. Um. But I mean, that brings us to the end of the performances. We can talk about the unmaskings here. Uh, so last week, Liana, you predicted that Nicole would win. And I thought this is a gimmick. They're going to give it to Ken. You were absolutely right. Nicole literally didn't tell us who she thought it was and then bodied it when the vaulted guesses come out and she had Todra call. Uh, I'll name yeah. the other three that were mentioned. Jenny's vault guest was Brian Luttrell. She changed it to Adam Lambert, which she didn't bring up at all the episodes. So that was That's weird. somehow worse. Yeah, she went backwards. I don't know. Ne- uh, Ken was Neo. He changed it to Tay Diggs. And then Robin had the funniest vault guest of the season with Lil Uzi Vert. I <laughs> died at Lil Uzi Vert. That was so funny. And then changed it to Cisco, which I think we've already said before. Cisco should be on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Robin also, he was like, nice. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. So what was your vaulted guess here? I'm so mad because in retrospect, Tadra Call is exactly the type of person that is 100% in my wheelhouse. I should have absolutely known that it was him. Instead, I wrote, I have no idea, dot, 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 Mario, question mark. <laughs> Which Mario specifically? Like Luigi and Mario. No, there are two artists named Mario. Mario. Yeah, that's what I. Don't be shady. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? There's another Mario. There's Mario Winans who does the song "I Don't Want to Know," and then there's Mario who does the song "You Should Let Me Love You." Uh, the um. The breakup, the breakup song, that guy. What's the breakup song? That was one of his songs, right? Called breakup. the breakup Break- song? No, it's called breakup. Right? Am Looking I wrong? Yes, yes. The song was called breakup. And that was, that was the second Mario, not the first okay. Mario. Yeah, the second one then. You don't know Let Me Love You? You don't know that song? I'm sure I know that song. Oh, this was a top 20 hit in 2009 breakup. Yeah. Let me love you is a little older. Okay. Um, yeah. See, I did didn't you know, know about music until later. So. Okay. I'm going to quiz you real quick. Um, okay. There's a movie that Mario's in that I know you've watched 100%. Can you name that movie? Wow. You don't remember Mario? Wait, like that? wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. 
wait, hold on. Was it step up? Yes. Yes, it oh, was okay. step up. Yes. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. I, I love that. I just movie. had to think about movie. it. I just I just I just had to think about it. That was a good movie. Should we mm-hmm. should we cover that movie? What do you mean cover the movie? I don't know. <laughs> Channing Tatum was in it. Uh yes, Channing Tatum was the lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well done, mm-hmm. Leonie. You did a good job. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You did a good job. You did a very anyway, good job. Anyway, obviously I was wrong and I'm super mad. And especially because I had guessed Todrick Hall for what did I guess? Oh, the mushroom, maybe for Todrick Hall? I think anyway, so. whatever. That sounds about right. Um actually, wait, okay. No, you go first. Who did you guess? Uh, I have to look it up. Why? Because you have your other Why one did lined you up? not pull it? You know we're gonna go over this. Hey, listen, you know, shady. whatever, not important. Okay. I am willing to make a bet with you about Todrick Hall being on Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. As in a yes, he will be or no, I, he will not be. I bet you that he will absolutely be on Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, I think so too. Did, I, I really oh, okay. do. Well, then. Um, yeah, the we're bet. on the same bet. So, okay. So I had. <laughs> I was prepared to do an Amon size bet and prepared to eat a chapstick. <laughs> no, I'm not on the because I think that especially because the unmasking didn't happen till now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a lock. Honestly, that's like the easiest lock of all time. So okay, how about this? You eat a chapstick. No, no, okay. I, I, I deny this. <laughs> okay. I already put my body on the line with a 200 nugget bet this year. That's it. That's the only food better edible bet I'm doing this this year. All right, fine. Okay. If you want to eat a chapstick, feel free. I mean, I was going to offer to eat a chapstick, but that he was going to be on. Like, if he wasn't on, I would eat a chapstick. Okay, well, then that bet is on. No, you both said, we both said that he was going to be on. But, like, think about it. I made my 200 nuggets bet not with a specific person. I said, if this person wins, I will do that. So you're saying if he's not in the house, you will do that. (laughs) Okay, but can I pick the chapstick? Um, no. Oh no, I don't want to eat it. Okay, I'll give you one out. I'll give you one out. Do you want out? No. Uh, No. Yeah, I want out. Okay, you're out. Okay, done. Okay, so in my notes that I pulled up for the um the Bulls' performance in the first episode, Mm -hmm. I wrote seven bullet points for the performance and i made my guess in the middle of the performance so here's okay. what happened i okay. wrote starting by the judges of he can sing serenading judges then i wrote my guess and then i wrote okay. Ooh, the bull has razzle dazzle then i wrote damn that's a winner contender and then i wrote Ooh. audience pump up so okay the second half of my bullet point should have made me change my answer but i don't have another name here so i'm just okay. gonna read out the name i wrote i wrote chase rice <laughs> what? i don't know i don't know okay <laughs> what i don't know and okay to be clear to be clear i still had a better guess than ken who literally guessed the rock so oh yeah no that was i'm not mad at it could have been no. worse could have been no. worse Okay. So then what were your, so then we move over to the queen of hearts and three out of the four judges changed their answer to jewel. Mm -hmm. And Ken left his at Renee Zellweger because he thought it's his last ditch effort to try and win the the crown or tie for the crown. And I think he knew he was out the minute um, it was Renee. Yeah. So is, 
is this how that works? Do you have to stick with your same guess? Yes. Or like, These let's are all say, first impression guesses. No, I understand that. But like, let's say your first impression guess was Jewel, right? Mm-hmm. For, for hypothetically speaking. Yes. My first impression guess is Jewel, but then I switch it to then say. You've given it up. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. So you're oh, really only dramatic. changing your guess if you're like, I got it wrong. I'm going to tell you who you're it like, is now. You're like, I'm for sure wrong. Let exactly. me try to get some pity points, like, but no real points. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, so that's why he stuck, and he obviously failed. Yeah, um, right. What was your vault guess for Queen of Hearts? Ah, yeah, so my vault guess for Queen of Hearts was Hillary Swank's BFF. Liana, did you try? <laughs> no. Did you even try for this, for the golden year? <laughs> no. No, you can't. You can't like be like. Well, you've already won, and and uh, whatever it doesn't matter. But then your guesses are Hillary <laughs> Swank's BFF. Okay, to be clear, my full guess was that one lady, Hillary Swank's BFF. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> I know. I know. That is a wild thing for you to write. Okay. Look, uh in that moment. I panicked. I, I'm telling you, it's the pressure. Okay, can we institute a new rule for next season where I get to pause uh, and like think about it for ten minutes? I mean, are you going to promise you're not going to go and do research? I promise. I promise. Then that's fine. I promise. Well, you okay. are allowed to do that. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I don't think I've ever done that, but I will also do that. Then that works. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And because look, honestly. It's a panic moment, and you're gonna get guesses like that one lady, Hillary Swank. I mean, I literally guessed uh, Chase Rice for the bull. So yeah. I will yeah. say this guess was not as bad. I guess Miley Cyrus. Oh, for the Queen of Hearts. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, definitely you win in the specificity category, in that yeah. you actually had a human's name written down. I mean, it, the performance was born this way by Lady Gaga as well. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I, we both got wrong on the finale. That's fine. I officially take the, not only do I take the golden ear trophy back mm. for my next, my, uh, you know, number two or three at this point. I'll Whatever, take it. It's, important. Mm. it's very important. It's actually three no. because we've been doing it since the judges have been doing it. <laughs> no. And then I also finally, for the first time in the history of the Mass Singer podcast, won the draft. Yes, and I'm proud of you, and that is well deserved. I I, I think yeah. the right winner won. I'm I'm ultimately happy with the outcome. I, although, honestly, the bull could have won, and I would have been also probably happy. But, but look, I, I think won. after after the the seeing the road to the finale, I think my heart was in it for the Queen of Hearts, and so with you winning and her winning, it just just makes my heart sing. Yeah, you win by virtue of being happy for us. <laughs> exactly, because I have been Garbo in every other draft that I've been a part of. Don't so. say that. You literally were undefeated in the Mass Singer draft till now, so uh, I, I won't hear any of that. <laughs> mm, I'm just going to challenge what the future holds. So it's okay. fine. Well, when we come back for season seven, which I mean, is it safe to say that we're both assuming there will be a season seven of Mass Singer? I, do, do we not know that? Hold on. I don't the I don't know if you do or don't, singer. but it's it's Fox's best show, I think. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Uh okay, the Mass Singer season seven release date cast and new de- ooh, new details. Uh oh, the Mass Singer has yet to be renewed for a season seven. Ooh. 
<laughs> There's no way. Okay. A new So You Think You Can See Your Voice showed up on my Hulu. So there is no way that they're renewing So I Think I Can See Your Voice and not renewing The Mass Singer. Like, Liana, it bugs me that you know what the name of the show is, but you keep saying it wrong every time. I don't remember. What is it? I think I, I can, can see, see your voice. I can okay. see your voice. There's I no... can see your voice. I so you think voice. you can see the I voice. Can see your voice. <laughs> I can see your voice. I can see your voice. All right. Our recording skipped again. Hold on me. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Wicka, wicka, what? No. So, Liana, this has been an amazing season. Thank you so much for going through it with me. It's always fun that we get to c- talk about the show together. That's honestly mm-hmm. what brings me joy when the mass mm-hmm. Singer starts. Not only I'm like, oh, more investigative stuff, but I'm like, I get the podcast with Liana. My heart's full. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. I actually, okay. <clears throat> I wrote another statement. Okay. So I said that I remember when I was live tweeting about the Mass Singer season one, it was ridiculous that the unicorn beat the monster. And here we are five seasons later talking about the Mass Singer. And it's just an honor and a privilege to be able to talk with you. Aww. Thank you. And and I think we're just, we're going to move forward. We're going to try to keep our head above the sky and just have a good time. Yeah. And we will all the way through over to the next season. All right, Liana. Well, let the people know one last time on this feed for this year, where can people find you? What else do you have going on? All that good stuff. Yes. So you can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP podcasting about the apparently very outdated survivor season that just finished. Drop the four, keep the one. I'm going to be podcasting with Chappelle and Mike on the RHAP B&B to cover everything fun and games, our terrible preseason predictions. If you liked my prediction, which was, of course, very accurate as to who the Queen of Hearts was, a.k.a. that one lady, then I think you'll <laughs> love my predictions for Survivor. And if that's not enough, Liana, for you when it comes to Survivor, I'm also going to be on the recap. No, not the recap. What's it called? The voicemails. Whatever. Feedback. Whatever. I'm going to be on the feed cap, feed cap, the feedback show with Rob talking about Survivor. Again, the finale. But this time within the context of your questions. So if you have any questions, I don't honestly, we're probably going to have recorded by the time you're hearing this, but, but if we have not recorded, please get your questions in to Rob. In- At Rob Sesternino on Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, the there we go. we go. And we will answer all of your questions. All right. So now let me tell you what I'm feedbacking. Oh, also drag race is coming back. Uh, January 7th. So we're going to be there doing that stuff. So just keep an eye out. Okay, bye. There we go. You can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. We'll be streaming there three, four times a week, every week. So come through, throw a follow there. Would appreciate that. I did get to talk to Liana on the BNB with Jenny and Phil T in replacement of Mike Bloom while he was gone to the feedback show. That might be outdated at this point, but it was definitely fun. So do check it out. And also, 
I brought back Rob Sesser himself for the 90 Day Fiance recaps. And we talked about the first episode of season five before the 90 days, which was a lot of fun. This season is going to be very promising and I can't wait to go through it every single week. So definitely check that out on this very network, the Red Hop Ups network. And also, last but not least, before we head on out here, if you could leave a rating and review for this podcast, please do. I know the the season's done now, but it will allow people to find us better next year. And it will give us a better look into what you liked about us over here on this podcast. You can do that over on robinswebsite.com slash singer. So M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. And let us know. Okay. I do appreciate you for, you know, staying with us this whole way through. You have all been leopards and I thank you for being here and we will unmask you next year. Bye everybody. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the safe. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the safe. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.